When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Every writer that you meet will have that one script. That one script that is their heart and soul that they love so very much that has not been discovered yet. That's what this podcast is all about. We find those scripts, these unbelievably original gems, and we bring them to life with a table read of professional actors. Welcome to Undiscovered Scripts, Movies Made of Paper. Welcome to episode two of Mom Tribe, presented by Undiscovered Scripts, movies made of paper. Cut to exterior hospital parking lot day now. Jillian pushes her stroller with a sleeping Claire. Emmy joins her, looking down at Claire. It's a big day. She smiled. Kinda. Or actually, maybe it was just gas. Oh, that's great. Jack hasn't smiled yet, but, uh, you know, they say boys develop a little slower than girls. And he's only two weeks and six days, so younger, anyway. Cut to interior hospital day, hallway. Now, Emmy and Jillian walk down the hall. Um, I tried to feed him, but but Jack wouldn't latch. I finally did formula, because what am I supposed to do? And I I feel like a bad mom, but honestly, I was raised on formula, and and I'm alive, so... (laughs) Please don't tell the other moms, okay? I just... I mean, he won't latch. I've tried everything. Emmy, it's okay. You fed your baby. That's all that matters. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, It just gets really uh, overwhelming. They stand there together in the hallway. Interior hospital day, a different hallway now. Jillian walks towards the mom group and Emmy follows, back on her hamster wheel. Did you do infant CPR? I did, so I, I think I'm ready, but this isn't a doll. You know, it's my baby. I mean, that is so different. Interior hospital corridor day now. Kim, Instamom, mid-30s, designer everything, American princess, practically perfect in every way, but definitely had to work at it, walks by with her Insta story cataloging her date with destiny. We see the next few events through her feed. Hey, y'all. It's at Kim Slays One at my first day of my mom group, and it's a totally awesome way to take up my time. Wow, there is so much going on. The struggle is real, y'all. Link in bio. Interior mom circle day now. Kim goes straight to mom circle, walking past Jillian and Emmy without registering them. OMG, first day, and I already have so many besties. The women all one by one realize they're being filmed and shy away from camera or react in their own way. Once Kim finishes panning the room, she turns off the camera and sits down. Kim tests different selfie angles for her next shot. She holds up a jar of Oh Baby organic food and snaps her promo pic. Gaia, aka Natural Mom, sits down. I don't even trust organic anymore. We puree our own beets. Non-GMO, of course. Kim gives Gaia a fake smile. (laughs) I hear you. 
Kim turns on her Insta story. Hey, Baby Jen. Thanks so much for my free case of Baby Jen Beats. Oh, yum. Mommy and Baby like it. Ooh, just ask my new friend. Uh, Gaia. Yummy, yummy. Kim playfully rubs her tummy and turns off the camera. Mmm. So crazy what people will give you for a post. She hands the baby formula to Gaia like it's her car keys to a Beverly Hills valet. Gaia looks confused and horrified. Kim doesn't notice and continues to move around the room. We see the rest of the few bits of dialogue through her Insta story POV. Shh, he's sleeping. Kim snaps a cute selfie to add to her story and adds text and graphic to match. Kim moves side to side, bouncing and smiling like baby swing to keep him sleeping. She brushes up to Emmy and Jillian's conversation with her back to them. They stop talking and look at her deadpan. New friends! Oh my goodness! Kim moves closer to the coffee area where Kate absently stirs her coffee. Kim snaps a selfie with a oh-no finger and sassy face next to an unresponsive Kate. Kate watches Kim write no coffee for breastfeeding mommies in magenta letters and posts. You can have coffee, Kim. I know, but my following just likes to have advice, so doesn't matter if it's right. On a nearby table, Melinda, second-time mom, setting up a display of jewelry. What do we have here? Oh, it's just a fun thing I do on the side. What can I have for a post? Melinda doesn't answer. I have 65k followers, so... Melinda holds up a necklace. I have 85k. The ladies have a quick leader-of-the-pack standoff. It's clear they are not going to get along. Ladies, before we begin group, can we take a picture? I've got all these fun jewels to make you feel super special. Oh, so you're, you're selling those jewels. What aren't you selling? The ladies walk to the table like zombies walking toward brains. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to wear anymore. It's okay, I'll help you. Melinda styles them. Yes, let's take a picture. It's important for the group to maintain a sense of community. The group snaps a selfie all bedecked in jewels. Close up of group shot. Exterior wedding garden day, then. A camera snaps. Jillian and Emma stand before the photographer, late 40s dressed in all black suit jacket and seasoned pro, snapping shots for the big day. Oh, hang on, let me refill the battery. The photographer takes a break to refill the battery and Emma's dad, Craig, jumps in. Emma talks to a nearby guest, so doesn't notice. I can explain. Photographer returns with a refilled battery. Okay, let's just do a few more. The photographer stops, realizing Emma's dad is in the shot. Dad, it's just me and Jill. Everyone waits as Emma's dad exits the shot. Ugh, sorry, Jill. I told you my dad hits on everyone. Okay, smile! They take a friend picture. Jillian does not smile. Can we get the bride's family next? The family assembles and Jillian stays, stone-faced. Emma's dad stands next to her. Jillian, this one is only family. Bridesmaids will be in a bit. Jillian walks away. Exterior wedding garden day, then... Jillian stands at the garden bar. In the background, we hear the photographer taking pictures of the family. Smile! Oh, that's beautiful. Can we get the bride and father together? Mom, let's bring you in here, too. Oh, what a perfect family. Jillian stands at the bar, zoned out with anger. Peter, late 30s, nerdy cute with scruffy hair with kind eyes, comes over. Love everlasting? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) It's the couple's signature drink. Oh. No, I I want a whiskey. A A double. No, make it a triple. Uh, the bride and groom requested no shots. Jillian gives him a long look. He starts to pour and continues to pour and pour throughout the line. And see, I could get in trouble and really need this job. 
It's got great benefits. Peter pours himself a shot, too. Parking, too. Cheers. She raises her glass and clinks with him. They smile and he takes the shot. She downs the entire glass in one gulp. Peter is impressed. Hmm. Jillian doesn't notice. Jillian, we're doing bridesmaids. Thank you. You're a lifesaver. Jillian exits. Peter has a moment. Jillian passes Craig as she goes to the bar. Exterior wedding garden day, then. I'll have a soulmate. As Peter makes the drink, Emma's dad, Craig, turns from the bar to watch the photographer take pictures of the bridesmaids. Peter finishes the drink and places it in front of Emma's dad. Craig turns to get the drink. Peter looking at the bride. Congratulations, sir. She's beautiful. Craig looking at Jillian. Yeah, she is. Cut to interior grocery store produce section day now. Oh, she is beautiful. How old are you? Uh, th- three weeks. Oh, hi. Hi, pretty. Jillian, exhausted, lightly bounces her baby tied to her belly. She half smiles as a stranger has a womb moment with her child. The random lady walks off without saying anything to Jillian. Jillian, exhausted and dejected, pops a grape into her mouth. She continues to shop, grabbing produce and putting it into her cart without plastic bag. Melinda, placing samples out for customers. Did you get the poop out? Jillian spins around to see who the voice is. It's Melinda, second time mom, watching the world around her. Oh, hi. Um, no, I, I, uh, I threw away the pants and, and the blanket. I'm a bad mom. No, you're not. It's easy to feel that way, but you're not. We should arrange a play date. Uh, She doesn't really play. She just kind of sleeps and cries and she poops. Yeah, cries. Uh, Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Poops. (laughs) Oh, honey. Play dates are for the moms, not the babies. Melinda hands Jillian an energy fizz sample. Jillian takes it with a half smile. Out of the corner of her eye, Jillian sees a guy that looks like Peter, the bartender from Emma's wedding. Jillian moves to follow him. See you next week! Peter is far ahead of her on the other side of the store, but Jillian tries to sift through the crowd to catch him. She sees him walk out the door. She gives up, standing alone with Baby in the fish aisle. Behind her, we see there is a special on wild-caught salmon. Cut to interior wedding reception dusk. Then, a fork picks at a piece of salmon. Jillian sits at the wedding party table with her thoughts miles away. Next to her is Craig, Emma's dad, and Emma's mom, Beatrice. How's that salmon? Caught. Jillian stands to go. The salmon is wild. Soon it'll be free and wild. Soon. It should have always been wild. A few guests, including Emma's mom, notice the conversation. Environmentalists. Jillian starts to walk out and Emma's dad follows her. Well, maybe I should have just ordered the chicken then. It's so much more complicated than chicken. I mean, we interviewed like 25 caterers. Jillian... You get what you ordered. It's pistachio-encrusted cupcakes and steak tartare and plum coquavan. More guests are starting to notice Craig trailing Jillian. Coquavan is not on the menu. None of it is on the menu. I want it to be on the menu. Well, it's not. Not now. Not ever. Gilda, the wedding planner, overhears their conversation. Father does not like the salmon. I repeat, father does not like the salmon. Exterior wedding night outside the wedding, then. Jillian runs to the garden bar. Peter is packing up. She grabs a glass from the bar and sobbing, crying. Champagne. Peter nods and pours. He's been there. We all have. Jillian cries into her glass without words, just sobs. Exterior wedding night later, then. Jillian and Peter are sharing champagne and stories of too many exes. 
Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> then she just disappeared. Mm. I'll drink to that. <laughs> they clink glasses and take a shot together. You look cold. Here. Peter takes off his suit jacket and puts it around Jillian's arms. They stand close together. I have to get back. I'm the maid of honor. Jillian looks into his eyes, both of them on the brink of a kiss. Exterior wedding night, then. Emma's dad, Craig, walks around the garden area and parking lot. We see him in the distance as we zoom into the interior of the Volvo with Jillian and Peter, post-coital. Thanks. Um, I, I don't normally... Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. Not entirely the truth, but they both know it. They kiss, share a moment of togetherness. Emma's dad, Craig, walks around in the background looking for Jillian. Oh my god, I have to get back to the wedding. I have to do my maid of honor speech. Jillian stuffs herself back into her dress and pulls her hair back together again. Ah, uh, you're Miss Kara. He reaches out to gently wipe it for her. She smiles and lets him help her. Jillian never accepts help, except for this moment. This feels like college. Wait, are you, are you in college? Um, high school senior. <laughs> Jillian hits him playfully in the face as they kiss and wrestle in the back seat of the forest green Volvo. Cut to interior Jillian's car now. Another exhausted day, driving the baby around to get her to sleep. Jillian sees a green Volvo pass her car out of the corner of her eye. A chase ensues. Eventually, the driver hops out at a bowling alley. He looks like Peter, right? Jillian thinks as she squints her eyes. Same car, at least. The baby has fallen back to sleep. She jumps out of the car to follow him into the bowling alley. Locking the door, she realizes she can't just leave her baby in the car. Sigh. Mom moment. Do you wake the baby and go inside, or do you just keep driving to avoid waking? Cut to interior Jillian's car, night into day, now. And so Jillian just keeps driving. Finally, she steps outside the car, bounces her baby, and surrendering, leans against the car. Exterior wedding night, then. Jillian leans against the closed door of the green Volvo. I can't believe I just did that, she thinks, with a post-coital bliss grin. She turns back to the frosted window and waves. Peter rolls down the window. She kisses him. Hey, I never got your name. Cinderella. Jillian turns back to the venue and smooths her dress. Jillian walks back towards the garden. Jillian. Craig, what are you doing? Emma's dad, Craig, intercepts her, and she just keeps walking. Jillian, I just... There is so much to tell you. Jillian runs ahead, and he tries to catch up with her. Jillian stands in front of a doorway to the reception. Craig catches up to her and grabs her arm before she can get into the reception. Craig, don't. You had to know who I was. How could you do that? What can I say? I fell in love. He pulls her toward him, 1940s Casablanca style. Don't you see? I love you. He kisses her. I always have. Since the minute I met you. Jillian releases into his arms. Jillian stands paralyzed and broken as Craig leans in for a kiss. Exterior wedding reception room night, then. Emma, coming back from the bathroom with a flock of bridesmaids, sees them kissing and freezes. Her eyes grow wide, a moment of decision. Does she pretend not to notice, as she always has, or does she make a scene? Emma stuffs down her emotions, puts on a smile, and moves past them as if she saw nothing. Jillian comes out of the kiss as Emma walks by. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not what I wear. 
And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the woods? My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Exterior wedding reception room night. Then, quick images of Emma enjoying her wedding. Jillian wants to talk to her, but there isn't a minute alone to do it. Now is not the time. Jillian watches Craig and Emma have their father-daughter dance. Completely frozen. Interior elevator day. Then, the elevator doors open and Jillian stands frozen before she can move forward. Are you coming out of what? Exterior office park day, then. Jillian walks across the parking lot to her car, carrying a box of her belongings. Josh comes out, running after her. Hey, Jill. Here, let me carry that. Jillian doesn't let him. She continues to walk. He continues to follow. Wow. That was out of the blue, huh? Jillian doesn't answer. She just keeps walking. Guess getting married made Emma a total bitch, right? He holds up his hand for a high five as they get to Jillian's car. Josh leans on the car, 16 candle style, and looks deep into her eyes. Well, you know I always liked working with you and liked hanging out with you too. So, now that we're not co-workers... He trails his finger up her arm. She gives him a deadpan, I'm too tired for this bullshit look, and gets into the car. Jillian turns on the car and pulls out of her parking spot. I I do P90X! Cut to interior mom circle day. Now, the women sit with the moderator. Sometimes motherhood can feel like you got fired from your old life. It's all about learning the signs of your new life, of what your baby is trying to tell you. My baby tells me she's a gift from the great spirit. The moms give her a look. Like, how did I get to be so lucky? I'm her number one. We're like in this symbiotic flow of purpose. Two Pisces just swimming in Saturn rising. Several mothers are changing their babies in the circle. Mm -hmm. Yes, motherhood can be the most bliss you'll ever feel. But, you know, everyone has a unique challenge, too. Maybe for you, but for me, everything is perfect. Seriously, everything. Every day she gets cuter, my husband gets hotter, I get more followers. I hate my baby. Horrified looks from the rest of the group. The door opens as Ashley, long blonde hair, L.L. Bean thin puffy coat, early 20s, she looks like she just had a stack of pancakes in Vermont, enters. Sorry I'm late. I just, you know, didn't want to wake him. Did you do your hair? You, you did your hair. Oh, I brushed it. Brushed it? Okay, please join us. Ashley takes a chair from the back of the room and squeezes into the circle. What's your name? Ashley, Ashley Moses. Ashley takes her baby out of the marsupial pouch and holds him up with both hands to greet the group. And this, this is Sawyer. Interior mom circle later, now. I just knew from basically childhood that I definitely wanted to be a mom. I was 100% positive. But I was on tour all the time, so we just figured it, it happened when it happened. I'm just glad Valkyrie came before my tits hit the floor. All the moms don't really know how to respond. We planned, we planned for Jack, and, you know, it wasn't happening. He wasn't, he he wasn't, uh, it was just so hard. But finally, he came, and we're very happy 
very happy. I mean, with two, you just know what to do. At first was a total surprise, and this one, we just set a date. Jillian at home, then. Jillian is spread out on her living room floor, bridal magazines spread all around her. She's calling catering companies. Boxes are all packed up around her. Um, a date? No, I don't have a date yet for the wedding. I'm just trying to find, um, the perfect caterer for my big day. The person on the other line is clearly talking too long, so Jillian looks for a moment to cut her off. Great. Right. I would love to taste your cake options, but first and more importantly, when can I meet your staff? Interior Jillian's car, night, now. Another sleepless night, driving around a sleeping infant, Jillian sees a green Volvo in the distance. She speeds up to follow it. Interior mom's circle day, now. Stylized montage of mothers speaking in group. Their lips move, but we don't hear their words. We just see babies puking, more and more spit up, wiping and burping. It's a midday machine. We are on a break from the discussion of mom group. Jillian decides to grab coffee. Her baby is asleep in the marsupial pouch. The coffee is a quiet moment of salvation for her and tastes as good as sex. Flashback, then, two bodies rhythmically twist and turn together in ecstasy. Coffee table mom circle day, now. The voice of another mom interrupts her daydream. Good sex, right? What? Coffee is as good as sex, right? Um, yeah. I, yeah, I really like coffee. Why don't you come for dinner sometime, you and your husband? Oh, I'm, I don't, uh, I don't have a husband. Oh, your boyfriend. No, no boyfriend. Partner? No. The two of them share an awkward silence. Interior swanky bar then. Jillian sits at a large oak bar. The atmosphere is busy, like happy hour on Wall Street. Craig, the silver fox, takes the stool next to her. He pulls her in for a long side hug kiss. She reluctantly allows it. His touch feels at once like the farthest place she wants to be in the world and the only place she wants to be in the world. Long pause, neither of them knowing what to say, but the silence says everything. Jill, I was going to tell you. Craig looks to the bartender. Scotch. Make it a double. Jillian says nothing. Craig goes to touch her hair. Jill. Jillian pushing his hand gently away, then... I'm pregnant. The scotch arrives. Craig takes a gulp. Jillian waits for him to respond. I had a vasectomy in 94. As his scotch glass hits the bar. Cut to interior Kim's kitchen now. Kim's wine glass, with a heavy pour of oaky Chardonnay, hits her pristine marble counter. She's sitting on a bar stool in a kitchen that looks straight out of a William and Sonoma. Kim talks to Kurt, her husband, late 30s, corduroy and checkered shirts, definitely dressed by Kim and, despite being very attractive, looks to her for his validation. A doting, devoted husband, he is the same man wearing the mom belly early in the episode, wants to savor every moment of fatherhood as possible. He feeds the baby via a milk-filled bottle. You know, the negativity of these women is so toxic. I might not go back. Wait, babe, can you hold that? It's, it's a great shot. Uh, just up a little into the light. She snaps a photo of him feeding the baby. Perfect daddy, she writes on the Insta story, then takes a swig of her Chardonnay. Ugh, I just, I just struggle too. She rustles her hair a little, picks up a bottle like she's going to test it on her wrist, and makes a sad face. More pumping for mommy, she writes and adds, then picks up her wine glass and finishes it. But I work towards solutions. They just complain. Kurt refills her wine glass. One mom in my group gave her baby formula today. I mean, no judgment. 
But judgment, right? I'd never do that to Navaya. Babe, you should pump before your second glass. Kim goes in to Eskimo kiss him. Who's the best daddy ever? They share a sweet moment. Wait, can we boomerang that? Cut to interior Kristen's house. Night. Now. Kristen makes out on the couch with her man, Dominic. Early 30s, bald, a delicious shade of dark chocolate brown covered in tattoos. He's like the badassery of Lawrence Fishburne in The Matrix, the voice of the sweetness of John Legend, and the tattoos of The Rock all mixed into one. A crying baby interrupts their makeout session. They pause, savoring one last kiss, and with exhausted frustration that only new parents know, switch gears to take care of the baby. Dominic remains on the couch as Kristen goes to the crib for feeding time. Your ass looks hot in those sweatpants. Kristen picking up the baby. Did you hear that, Val? You made me wear sweatpants. I hope you're happy. Baby Val stares up at Kristen for a moment of pure bliss. She starts to feed him, looking over at Dominic with the same loving gaze. Interior Emmy's house, night, now. Emmy sits by lamplight, staring at her baby Jack asleep in the co-sleeper next to her bed. Greg, Emmy's husband, early 40s, gray suit and tie, a finance guy that works long hours to provide for his family, comes in from a long day at the office. He comes over and kisses her on the forehead and holds her as they look together at Jack. Why don't you go take a shower? Get ready for bed. Emmy hesitates, guilt-ridden to leave. I'm here. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. (laughs) Emmy pulls apart reluctantly and walks into the bathroom. She stares at herself in the mirror. Interior bathroom night now. Ashley is giving Sawyer a baby bath. A woman walks in. Hi, Ashley. I can take it from here. The woman comes over and cradles the baby's head as Ashley trades off duties, the changing of the guard, baby style. Hi. Did you have a good day? Ashley stands to wipe her hands on a towel. We did. We went to a new story time at the library. Ashley waves bye to Sawyer but keeps her distance. Uh, okay. Good night, Mrs. Powell. I'll see you tomorrow. Night, Ashley. Cut to interior house, night, now. Ashley walks down the hallway toward the door, the bathroom doorway in the background. Mommy missed you today. (laughs) Ashley grabs her bag to leave. Interior Jillian's house, night. The baby screams. Jillian digs through her bag for that one rattle that seems to calm her down. I don't know what you want. What do you want? I can't take you crying at me every single second. I'm all alone. As she talks, she is shaking her keys with her gestures, and that suddenly works to quiet the baby. She takes a breath and hands her the keys. Here. You want my car? Take it. I've taken everything else already. The baby calms down. She spots the magic binky and moves to grab it while the coast is clear. Gratefully, Jillian makes it to the binky and puts it in the baby's mouth. The baby goes to sleep. Her phone is nearby. With one hand, she opens a new text to Emma, hesitates, and suddenly a new notification pops up. She sees the waiting unopened message. It's from Melinda, second time mom. Interior wedding reception night. Jillian is standing up to do her maid of honor speech. Emma looks furious, but is silent and pretending to be fine. Jillian takes a deep breath and looks at her notes. The following is intercut with Montage and Jillian's off-screen dialogue. Bradley and Emma, I am so happy for the two of you. Thank you for the privilege of being your maid of honor. Emma's dad, Craig, loudly clears his throat. Emma and I met a few years ago at work. We bonded over our love of sappy TV and even sappier greeting cards. And though I'm not Emma's oldest friend... I feel she's someone I had waited my whole life to meet. I'm sure Bradley can relate. 
montage moments of all the moms getting the message now. It's like with her in my life. Everything changed. Spending every waking hour at work became tolerable and even fun. Melinda is chasing her toddler, trying to get him in a diaper while balancing a breastfeeding baby. Somehow she finds a hand to grab her phone and send out a message. It's wonderful to love someone so much that you know you're destined for each other. Gaia sits in a rocking chair, rocking her already asleep baby. Her phone buzzes and she clicks on the message. Through thick and thin, she was always by my side as the incredibly loyal, steadfast, and caring woman who Bradley is lucky enough to be marrying today. Kristen and Dominic in bed. Kristen looking at band pictures of the past, clicks on the message instead. She is my girl, my person, my ride or die. Emma, I would never do anything to hurt you, ever. Emmy's phone buzzes on the counter of the bathroom. In the background, a steamed up shower conceals her body, close up of her crying in the shower. And sure, some days we're not perfect, and, and they won't be. Some days, I don't know if we even liked each other very much. Close up of Kim in her kitchen with a near empty bottle of Chardonnay, she stops Instagramming to click on the message notification. But I just hope she knows and will always know how much she means to me. Doe sitting quietly in her kitchen staring at her baby. Her phone buzzes and as she goes for it, her baby smiles for the first time. Doe drops her phone and takes in the moment. And even though me giving this speech tonight means that technically she belongs to her new husband, I know that nothing could ever change the bond that we have. Ashley, driving home from her nanny job, walking into her tiny studio apartment, puts down her phone and it lights up with a new message. Which is why I want to wish these two beautiful people all of the love and happiness in the world. Full of passion, fun, and most importantly, good friends to share it with. Jillian opens the message on her phone and a picture pops up of the moms all sparkling in their jewels together. Caption reads, Majestic moms, can't wait to have you as my circle. To your future. To your future. Over the sound of clinking glasses and cheers, we fade to black. Thanks for listening, everyone, to episode two of Mom Circle. Stay tuned for our bonus episode with a roundtable discussion with our talent. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Get it for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about this script, along with details of the cast and crew, please visit our website at moviesmadeofpaper.com. You'll get a whole new story in next week's episode.